blessing to it of our brother. I hope his father and mother that we have been staying with this last week was sure to hear this marvelous message from our brother Collins. Uh, he's been around here for so long, and we have uh, thought maybe that uh, we would just put him to work. So <laughs> that's uh, sometimes a good thing. And so we are very happy for the message. Now, there were some of the folks come in the back room. They didn't have the room as far as the front. And um, I told Sunday that there were m many times people come and uh, in the meetings who are from out of the city and they wonder sometimes about the meetings, how they are carried on here. That's different from what it is out in the the other part of the countries where we go for the services. But this is home. And in my, it's not that the people here doesn't love me. That's wrong. They do love me. And I have many thousands of friends throughout the country here. But um, um, they... Uh, Coming in home, Jesus one time went to his own home. And when he did, they said, Who is this fellow? Uh, is this not the carpenter's son? said, We know his mother. We know his, his, his sisters. And they're, they're all here with us. said, uh, Wow, we know who this is. And said, How comes that uh, he has this wisdom and so forth? They and he marveled at them because of their unbelief. He couldn't do many mighty works. Then he turned and said that a servant like that in his own country, among his own people, uh, it wouldn't work. And it just doesn't. But once in a while, we try a meeting of this type to go down to have a line of the discernment. And brother here this morning only taking the place of speaking before me as uh, the manager would do to speak for the meetings. But then uh, Billy was thought to be in Indianapolis today, and Brother Woods, a friend of mine, was going to give out the prayer cards for us today so that we could legitimately keep them, the people lined up because we expect to be 150, 200. Billy didn't go when he heard we was in the, uh, going to pray for the sick, so he come down to give out prayer cards, and he wasn't anybody to be prayed for, just about few people here in the wheelchairs and so forth and said about 10, 12 cards, something like that. That's all they could give out. And how that is, I don't know. You see, we just seem like can't make it go when we're here in the tabernacle. However, the Lord has done some wonderful things for us here, given us great blessings, and we are, to Him, we're thankful. And now just to continue the meeting uh, we're going to try to pray for the sick just in a few moments. And of this great, fresh anointing that's just in the building from our brother's sermon, I like that remark about when he said they'd taken the car to a garage and they couldn't repair it. See? There would be, well, no need of having a car. So if you can't get repairs for it, you want to sell a new one to him, well, the uh, the new one's all right, but as long as this is still good, well, we just keep this one. So that's the way this is. As long as God can still use this body, it's good for repairs. Now, the only way that car could be fixed would be send it back to the company that made it. That's the only way that the car could be fixed. If they haven't got repairs there, the company that made it has got repairs. 
And we're very grateful that uh, not the company, but the Lord that made this body still has repairs for it. Because it just takes a little more dust out of the earth, and he just adds it to it, and that's, that's it. Now, for reading of the Word before we start the prayer line, I want to read just this chapter or portion of chapter of God's Word here, found in the 10th chapter of St. John. I want you to listen real close now and um, kind of refresh yourself just for a moment while we're reading, and then be real sincere. And we're going to start and pray for the sick to see what our Heavenly Father will do for us. It won't take us long now. Now, remember the principle of it is Brother Collins had just said he placed it not in a man, not in a gift, but in the giver, God. He's the one, and only by faith, whether you're there, here, or anywhere, it's your own personal faith in a finished work. See, it has to be that. Now, in St. John, the 10th chapter, and beginning at the um, 30th verse, I want to read. Listen close to the reading, and then apply that reading to right now, this very hour. Then we'll be straight on the Word all the time. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I showed you from my Father. For which of these works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work, we stone thee not, but for blaspheming. And because that thou, being a man, makest thyself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, Ye are gods? If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, and the Scriptures cannot be broken, say ye of him who the Father has sanctified and sent unto the world, Thou blasphemest, because I said, I am the Son of God. If I do not the works of my Father... Believe me not. But if I do, though you believe not me, believe the works, that ye may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. I like to comment on just a verse or two. The people of that day could not comprehend how him being a man could be God. How that an ordinary man, without uh, not even a forceful preacher, the Bible said his, his uh, voice was not heard in the streets, and, and there was no beauty that we should desire of him. He could not present himself, maybe, as a minister, as the educated and smart could. And just being an ordinary man, uneducated, we have no record he ever attended one day of school. But being uneducated to the world. But yet how these things to be, and he said he was God. And he was God. And they didn't understand the Scriptures. 
If you notice, as we read now, he said, I and my Father are one. Not two, they're one. The Jews took up stones and was going to kill him because that he had made himself God, a man being God. And I never noticed this until just a while ago reading it. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I showed you from my Father. Not that I did, but I just showed them to you from my Father. God gave me the privilege of showing you this work. I didn't create it myself, but God has told me and gave me this to show you that you might believe. God gives His works to His servants to show His works. Now, that's just as real today as it was then. For Jesus is the same yesterday and forever. Many good works have I showed you from my Father. For which of these works do you stone me? For healing the sick? For preaching the gospel? For making the blind to receive their sight? Or perceiving their thoughts in the audience? When the woman touched my garment and I could not tell who it was and looked around and the Father let me know what her trouble was and she was healed. Do you stone me for that? Do you stone me for the visions that I saw when I looked over the audience and perceived their thoughts? Which one of those works do you stone me for? Now listen. And they answered him and said, For not these good works, but because thou blasphemest. Now, that's the reason we... Being a man, you make yourself God. Now watch. The principle is God in the people. How could God, being supernatural, being this man? They'd never heard of that before. But Jesus was opening a gate, a door to the race of Adam. Him being the Son of God. Listen. Jesus, 24th verse, 34th verse, Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? Ah! Now hear himself being a son of God, yet said, I said. See the personal pronoun in it? I said, Ye are gods. Ye yourself are gods. Is it written in your law that I said, Ye are gods? If He, back to God again, they couldn't understand. One time it was God speaking, next time it was Jesus speaking. And He was a dual personality, as to say. The disciples once said, after in Abhi St. John the 17th chapter, Jesus explaining to them, they said, Lo, now speakest thou plainly. Now we know that you come from God and no man don't have to teach you. You come from God. God does your teaching. You don't need any education or seminary or theologies. God teaches you and no man tells you what to do. By this, we believe that thou comest from God. He said, do you now believe? After all this time, do you now believe? Notice, ye are gods. Now, 35th verse, if he called them, the prophets, 
gods unto whom the word of the law of God came. Who did the word of the law come to? The prophets. And God called the prophets gods because they had the word of God. If a man has the word of God, it's not the man, it's the word that the people's listening to. It isn't the man, it's the word. And if the prophets, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Elisha, if they had thus saith the Lord, God said, as long as that word was going from them, they were gods. God said Himself, He was the one done the announcing. Because it was the man, he took the man out and put himself in there to speak. If you call them gods, now listen, if you call them gods unto whom the word of God came, and the scriptures cannot be broken, oh, how, who's more of authority to say that than him? The scriptures cannot be broken. If Jesus said, the works that I do, you shall do also, that cannot be broken. Amen. Yet a little while the world seeth me no more, yet ye will see me, for I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. That scripture cannot be broken. Amen. If the Bible said that Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, it cannot be broken then He has to be the same in principle, the same in power, the same in vision, the same in might. It cannot be broken. Jesus said so. Say ye of Him who the Father has sanctified. Now the prophets cannot be sanctified potentially by the offering of a bull or an ox or something, or a sheep or heifer. They were potentially under that blood, as the brother most gallantly has presented, that they could be sanctified potentially under the looking forward to the atonement being made perfect. For under the blood of bulls, when the bull died, or the heifer died, or the sheep died, the life in that blood could not come back on the prophet because it was an animal's life. And an animal's life would bring the prophet to an animal. But when the blood of the Lord Jesus is offered, the life of Christ, which was God, comes on the believer. Amen. He said, then how can you if, you, if God said Himself that you are God's who the Word of God came to, how can you say, I blaspheme when He who the Father has sanctified and sent here, when I say that I am the Son of God? How can you do it? Now here He gives a ceiling question. If I do not the works of God, then don't believe me. That settles it. That takes all the questions out. That makes it forever right. If I do not the works of Him that sent me, the Father, then don't believe me. You have a right not to believe me. And when the Jews questioned Him, when He saw a vision and went out in St. John 5, into the pool of Bethesda and looked all through three or four thousand people until he found a man laying on a pallet. And he said, Jesus said, I knew that he had been there and was in this condition. Father showed him. He went down and seen him and healed him. 
picked up his bed on Sunday and put it on his back and went walking on. The Jews questioned him. Jesus, they said, otherwise, why don't you go heal the rest of them? Make them all. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing in Himself but what the Father shows Him to do. There you are. It doesn't lay in the individual. It lays in God. It didn't lay in Christ, Jesus. It laid in God, the Father which was in the Son. It doesn't lay within you today. It lays within God that's in you. The faith that you have in God. It doesn't lay within me today. It lays within God. So if God has raised from the dead and for 26 years, I've tried across the world to proclaim that Jesus Christ lives. He is not dead. He's just as real today as He was in the days He walked in Galilee. But the unbelieving world has condemned it because they're carnal and can't understand the spiritual things. Because he said they wouldn't. A little while in the world sees me no more. Yet ye shall see me, for I'll be with you. All that God was, he poured into Christ. And all that Christ was, he poured into the church. Aren't you, I'll be with you. And if he is in here and with us, then it's God and not us. The faith that you have in Him is God. The works that He would do here would be Him and not us. So you let your faith be today. And you believe Him with all your heart. Now, if I be found a true witness, if I, if I have represented it in its right light, if I have ever come and said, God gave me power to heal the sick, I would be a liar. God never done it and He never give it to no man. He never even give it to His Son. He said, I only do what the Father shows me. It's not me that doeth these works. It's my Father that dwelleth in me. He worketh and I worketh hitherto. God showed Him what to do. But He said, I've showed you these things of my Father that you might believe. Now it's up to you if thou canst believe. All things are possible. And on these words, let us soberly now, for these next five, ten minutes, it doesn't take long. It only takes truth. Amen. Go our way. That settled it. It takes truth. Long, drawn-out prayer lines that we've had we never found our Lord doing those things. He went into a city and healed one man, maybe, and passed to the city. I must preach the gospel somewhere else. We are commissioned to go pray for the sick and aren't them at all. Pray over and pray our face shall save the sick. We as ministers and pastors and evangelists, we anoint them in all and pray over them. That's the commission. Each of your pastors, if he's called of God, has the same right. If he just has faith in it. But now in all through life, down through the ages, God has set men aside for certain works, not because they're any more than anyone else. And they're not any more worthy. There's none of us worthy. 
We were all in the same shape. There's not no good among us. We're none of us good. There's none of us holy. We have to solemnly trust on Him that God called holy. It's not on our merits, it's on His merits that we come trusting. If I trusted in yours, I'd be lost. If you trusted in mine, you'd be lost. But if we trust in Him, we have the assurance of eternal life. So that it isn't whether this or this takes place, it's whether your faith believes God's Word. Now, in the meeting this morning, we'll call some of the sick people. they give out a few cards. We'll call them to the platform. And I trust to God that'll be somebody I don't know. This is home where people, it's hard for them to understand. And I trust that it'll be someone who I do not know. And then if the Holy Spirit, by His great, ominous presence, will be able to speak to that individual. And will do, not a guess, but it'll have to be witness and real. I've seen so much human psychology tell it, Oh, it makes you feel terrible. It must be real. Then if it is, and we go out still disbelieving, we are sinners. For the Bible said, He that believeth not is condemned already. So upon the basis of this, let us approach Him reverently. I'm positive that many of the tabernacle people here who's seen these visions for years before the outside world ever knowed of it. <coughs> Standing the other day when it was down in Kentucky, just across a few hollers to where the angel of the Lord came down and said, you're going to live near a city called New Albany. And for about 45 years I've lived here. A little boy my mom and poppy never was out of Cumberland County, Kentucky. God knew it then. And if He knew it then, He knows all things. And He has not need to be taught. And then when God comes in our midst, it's not us, but it's Him. So no matter how unreasonable it may seem, oh, I can't do this, I'll never be well, that's the devil. But when something happens, you know it's different. That's God in you trying to work His purpose and goodwill through you. Let's pray. Lord, who made the heavens and the earth and created all things to Thy glory, it's just a moment now until the showdown's got to come. Is the Scriptures right? Jesus said they cannot be broken. And we know that they cannot be broken. Now, eternal and blessed one, help your servants this day. Take the message that our brother brought us. Sink it into the hearts of the people. As he said that Paul and Silas in these stocks, beaten, bleeding, 
They wasn't weary. Their conditions had nothing to do with it. They served the God who was omnipresent. And because they began to rejoice, He sent an earthquake and shook the shackles away from them. The people at Pentecost, though had to be hid in an upper room, but they wasn't weary. They were continually blessing and praising God. For they had the promise of the Holy Spirit, which had been given by the Father. Amen. We pray now that you'll let these people here start rejoicing. And maybe some here who has never seen the working powers, the omnipotence of the Holy Spirit. Grand Eternal One, this once more in this city of Jeffersonville. That they might now condition their faith to receive. May you work so that there will be a day come that when we'll have to stand in His presence, may we be standing blameless. We confess our unbelief. We ask you to forgive us. And today, may the lame walk and the blind see and the deaf hear and the dumb speak and the sickness, the heart troubles fade away and the stomach trouble and so forth like our brother spoke of. As thou hast done so wonderfully throughout the world, for we ask that in the name of him who taught us these things would be done in his name, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 A lady, this little note a few moments ago, said a lady here from Louisville to be prayed for. All right, just be, you come late for a card, lady. Just sit down, be quieter, wherever you have to be. Look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you're up here or whether you're down there. It's your faith in God. I was saved in a coal shed, garage, where my car was sitting in the side on an old grass sack and wet to my hips. From there praying, it doesn't matter where you're standing, sitting, laying, wherever you're at. He saves and heals by your, not only merits of your of your goodness, but on the merits of your faith. I've seen Christians walk across the platform and go back to their seats sick. I've seen prostitutes come to the platform, be saved and healed. Amen. Amen. Certainly wicked women and sinful men walk on the platform crippled. The unbeliever walk there in the Holy Spirit and unroll that life to him. He say, God be merciful to me. That's right. Right there, watch his hand unfold. And a godly, saintly man come across the platform in a wheelchair or crippled on crutches and walk right down and sit down the same way. Sure. God doesn't heal according to your merits of your salvation, but the merits of your faith. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. Now, the prayer cards. Where's Billy? I guess, well, all right. We'll, has anybody got, where did he start from? Have, got prayer card one? I think he's only about... 10, 12 cards. Look in your, your prayer cards and look around. See, uh, they're on a, a mission to have prayer for a person which is a man. And that man is seriously, I think, the hospital or, or going to the hospital. And the man is her uncle. It's an uncle. And I hear you call him Uncle Bill. I believe it is. That's right. And it's a severe case of sugar diabetes. 
and the man is dying with sugar diabetes. Is that right? If it is, raise up your hand, Sophie. Now, to heal the man, I can. To pray for him, I can, and I will. Now, let us pray. Our blessed Lord, I pray that you will send your blessings to this woman and to that which she stands for. And may whatever she's asked for this person that is seriously ill, thou knowest all about it, I pray that you will heal them. And the handkerchief she holds as she wiping the tears from her eyes, I ask that that handkerchief be taken to the man. And may he recover. I ask it in Christ's name and for his glory. Amen. Amen. God bless you, sister. Return and take the handkerchief and put it on the person. Don't doubt at all. Believe what you ask for, you receive. Amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. Just a moment, lady. Aren't you from New Albany? And the man is in New Albany also. That's right. I just seen New Albany. I've seen that hospital move up there. And I, that's right. All right, but I don't know the lady. All right, that's prayer card number one, I believe, wasn't it? Prayer card number two, who has that? If they can stand to their feet, I'd like for them to come. If, uh, is the lady there? All right, would you come up here, lady, and stand right here in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, if this little tabernacle this morning could only bring your conscience. Amen. All right, that's all right. Now... Here stands a lady, I guess I don't know her. She's a woman of us, maybe older than I. God knows all about the woman. I do not know. God in heaven knows that. I have no way of knowing. She's just a woman that's standing here. And uh, I may have seen her, she may have seen me, may have been in meetings, but I don't know the woman. God knows that. I don't I can't recognize her face. That's true. But God does know her. Now, if the great Holy Spirit, let her be the judge, if the great Holy Spirit will reveal something, now, if she was standing there, I'd say, well, uh, you're wearing glasses, certainly. As the little lady said the other day about a lady standing here with discernment, she said, the lady, uh, Sister Snyder, said she had arthritis, which I knew that was wrong. <laughs> so, um, and just because she had a stick in her hand, that doesn't make it. Say she's got bad eyes, of course she's wearing glasses, but she wouldn't necessarily have bad eyes. Her age would make her have glasses. When you pass 40 years old, you're going to read, unless some exception, you're going to have to have reading glasses. According, that's what human beings run that way. Then after you're about 65 or 70, that eyesight may return back in you. That's just the nature, like getting gray-headed and so forth like that. But now, if this dear woman standing here, healthy-looking woman, she may be standing for somebody else. I don't know. But if the Holy Spirit will reveal to that woman what she's here for, God knows with my hands up, as far as I know, I've never seen her. If God will reveal what the woman's here for, you will accept it, will you, lady? You will accept it? Will you always believe it? Amen. Now, may the Lord... See, don't be afraid to put God to the show. I don't say that He will. He may not do it. I don't he can do it. He can do it. And he's never failed me yet. So I'll just ask and see.
Now the lady isn't looking at me. She's watching the picture of Christ over there. She, is, she isn't looking at me. She don't have to look at me. Neither do you. I won't even look at the lady if that's necessary. I'll look to Calvary. To one who stood there and said, These things that I do shall you do also. I see the woman appearing before me as she's moving, coming somewhere. Oh, she's, she's, she's standing for herself. And she's very sick. The woman's got a death shadow over her. She's got cancer. And the woman also has a real extreme nervous condition. She does have bad eyes. Oh, she's got a complications, many things wrong with her. That's true. Is that right? Raise your hand if it is. See? Now more and look to that woman, more would be said. See? Now just being the line won't be long, but let's just wait just a minute now. Let's see if Father would say something else. I think he just described. Now that what I was saying, I did, I, I don't know what I said right now. See, it's it's another dimension. It's something else talking. It's not you that speaketh, but it's your Father that dwelleth in you. He speaketh. You now, that there might be a little skeptic somewhere. Let's just uncover to this woman just a minute. Let's look up here to Calvary. And see if our Heavenly Father will, by His mercy, a God, I pray that you'll grant it for your glory. The woman is not from this city. She's coming from the west this way. But she's not far away. She's from a small city. Got one main street to it. I believe it's Georgetown, Indiana. They call her Mamie or something like that. Her last name is Woodworth. Mamie Woodworth. Is that right? <laughs> now return back and get well. It's all light around you now. You're not going to die. You're going to be well. Your faith is... Now, if you believe with all your heart and don't doubt, it'll take place with you. Amen. All right, prayer card number three. Was that J's? J number three. Let them stand. Come forward. Do you see what I mean? It's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Was that it? Was hers J3? No, all right, sir. Um, J number three. Now, while they're coming, I want to say something. If you can believe, do you, all you people here that know me, you know there's nothing in me to do that, is there? About myself? I couldn't do that. I have no way. But you here from the tabernacle who know me, for the past 26 years I've preached here at this tabernacle in this city. I'm 48 years old, saw visions before even... I, the first thing I can remember was a vision. And to my knowledge, not one time has it ever failed of the tens of thousands. It's perfect. All right, number three. Maybe the... You got number three, sir? No. All right, number three. 
Well, maybe he stepped out or been in the restroom or something. Just a minute. Let's wait just a minute. While we're waiting, waiting for number three to come, why not some of you look this way? Let's, let's pray. We don't want to miss nobody. You without prayer cards. Here, there was been that girl the other day I was talking about Mrs. Snyder. Where is she here this morning? I thought I'd see her. Here she is right here. The little lady said she had arthritis the other day when we brought that girl here. You might have arthritis, but I know you had broken bones that did it. That's really what it was. The little lady was only using psychology, and you seen it wasn't. Told the woman she was praying about somebody else, and is this all together mixed up? Sister Snyder, you believe me to be God's servant as well as I know you, but I really don't know what's wrong with you no more than you had a broken bone. That's right. You believe it with all your heart? You do. Sister Snyder, you wasn't there for arthritis. You were there for growth on your hip. Now, if that's right, raise up your hand. That's it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I challenge your faith. Now, you know I know not. I don't see the woman removing her clothes, only through vision. I see a man sitting right across from me here, Mr. Palmer. You up here business to have a meeting? I believe, aren't you, Mr. Palmer? Brother Palmer from down to Macon, Georgia? I didn't know you were here, but I just happened to see you sitting there. You believe? You're here to be prayed for, too. If God will tell me, Brother Palmer, you know I don't know. You just probably just got in a while ago or whenever you did this morning. I don't know. If God will reveal to me what your trouble is, will you believe me to be God's prophet? Yeah, I know you do anyhow. All right, that nervousness that's been bothering you so long, that's what you want to pray for. It's left you. Just have faith. What about some of you people? You believe? Have faith. Little sister married this man here. Your name was Miss Kuntz. I can't think of your last name. I see a light hanging above you. You trouble with your ears. It's in your ears, isn't it, sister? You know I don't know that. Here, that you might know that I'll be the servant of the Lord. Your husband sitting next to you there is suffering with trouble with his back. That's right. Is that right, brother? All right. You can believe. If thou canst believe. What about, sister, sitting here looking at me trouble with your throat, don't you, sister? Your hands up like this, huh? You believe that God will heal you of the throat trouble? If that's right, raise up your hand. The lady right back here, the little white-looking hat on. Seems like now, of course, it's a vision now. I can't see, but the woman's there. Yeah, that's her. All right? Believe with all your heart. Receive your healing. Those things, right? Raise up your hands back there. There's this called, whatever who it was back there. If it's right, raise up your hands, your troubles. Raise up your hand. The purple I just called, just talked to just now, whoever who it is. Yeah, there you are. See? All right? man sitting right back there just behind sister here. Second row back on the end there. You're suffering with throat trouble too, aren't you, sir? That's right. i never seen you in my life. We're strangers to each other. But that's the truth. But that's right. Raise up your hand. Alright? Go and be well. You believe? Don't be dead now. Spiritually dead. 
Recognize this is not me. Amen. You just come to and you look at the audience and you feel that dankness around the audience and you wonder what's the matter with them. Amen. That's what hurts. You should be alert and awake. If I could see you go to someone, may God grant someone that I don't know. Somebody that don't know me, raise your hands. It's sick. Raise your hands. Somebody that don't know me and I don't know you. You know I don't know you. I, you probably know me, but I don't know you. Raise your hands way up high. Let's see. I don't know. All right. Put your hands down. Just get a general conception and see if it goes. Jesus of Nazareth, yet being home, honor your word. Amen. It's over a young man. Sitting with his hand up like this, he's got a wristwatch on. He has a beard on his face. I don't know you, young man, but God knows you. You're not from this city. You come from Chicago here. You got a baby there has got a hernia you won't heal. That's right, raise up your hand. I lay it on the baby. You believe? Have faith, don't doubt. Praise God. I see the woodlands of Kentucky, just where I come from. It's sitting right back in here, about the third person in. It's a woman. And she's suffering with something wrong in her back. She's got back trouble. I see she's come with somebody else, and that's her mother. And her mother's got back trouble. And also she's got drops. So your mother sets down the road from her. They both come from Kentucky. If you believe, sisters, you can go back to Kentucky well. If you believe. Raise your hands up back there. There you are. I never seen you in my life. Never know nothing of you. But I, if that's right, raise up your hands. And I don't know you. Never seen you. Raise your hands. That's right. Amen. I see those rolling hills of Kentucky. Oh, I just left them. Amen. Amen. Oh, could you doubt? God. Have faith in God. What about this side now? Where's number three? Well, never mind. We don't need them. What do you think, sir? Sitting here, a man looking at me. You believe? All right. I never seen you. You're a stranger to me. I don't know you. You're not from this city. You come from the north, coming south. You come from Lafayette. That's exactly right. And you're here for me to pray for you for something wrong with you, like a blood something blood pressure. That's right. This is your wife sitting here. She has arthritis. Not only that, but she has muscular dystrophy too. That's right. That's right, isn't it, lady? <laughs> if thou canst believe, you can go home walking, you can go home well. I can't heal, but a divine gift operates and is perfect. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. 
Right over the top of Charles Cox's head here is a woman. She's got on glasses. She's looking at me. I see something. Oh, it's a bladder trouble. That's right, lady. You're Kentuckian too. I don't know you, but that's true. Amen. If you believe, you can be healed. You believe it? You accept it? All right. What about what about you, old? Do you believe? Are you are you conscious that the Lord Jesus is here? Do you believe with all your heart? Well, every one of you can be healed right now. Where's number three? Have they come in yet? Here, I'll tell you what. Lay your hands on one another. Put your hands on one another for a congregational prayer. Before we stop. I'm not a healer. God, take me to record. I made it clear. There's people here that I don't know. God knows it. But there's no one here could hide their life right now. Not because I'm here, but because Jesus is here. The great Alpha and the Omega. Oh, you people of Jeffersonville, this is your visitation. The hour is coming when you'll cry for this and won't have it. Not only that, but you peoples of the world, because the Spirit of God will someday be taken from the earth. You'll moan and cry then. Let it be known to you that the God of heaven has made Himself manifest in the form of Jesus Christ and has went into glory and come back into His church and set in His church. He said, You are the branches, I'm the vine. You can't bear no fruit unless I give you the life to bear it with. And you will bear the kind of fruit that I purge you to. It happens to be this discernment happens to be the part that He purges me to. And it's not me. It's the life of God that comes out of the branch, Christ. By divine promise, you believe. The Bible said two or three witnesses. Every word shall be established. There's been two dozen, I guess, in here this morning or more. How much more do you need? If you're sinner, repent. You're in the presence of God. If you're sick, believe for your healing. You shall receive it. I say that under the authority of God's Word. That every one of you has been healed. And you was healed 1900 years ago. And you're healed right now if you believe it and accept it. Let us pray now. Now the only thing I can do is to cast away that doubt from your heart. I don't know that I can do that. I'll try by prayer. And if the doubt leaves you and you feel that there's something near you, the angels of God are in this building. You say, is that so, preacher? Absolutely. The Bible said they are. The angels of God are encamped about those who fear. But there's a dark shadow between you and that angel that wants to help you. Bring in a message of Christ. That's unbelief. Now, if you can get that unbelief, that dark shadow, then you'll see plainly. Then you'll raise and rejoice and go home shouting, praising God and get well. Don't let that shadow stand between you. While you have your head, this is the man sitting right here with prostrate trouble, sitting right straight back to my left here. Bless you, brother. That's over. That's right. And that lady sitting here about that baby there that's that's just born a few days ago that's very sick. Forget about it. The baby's going to live. Thus saith the Lord. 
Peter Everett, oh my, visions are coming all over the building. Everywhere, the sovereign grace of God. I'm not saying that to be emotionally. I don't say that. If I did that, I'd be a hypocrite. I'm telling you the truth, and God's vindicating it's the truth. If thou canst believe. What do you think in the wheelchair here, lady? You believe that God will heal you? The man that raised up here a while ago, do you believe that God will heal you and make you well? If thou canst believe. Young man, you believe God will heal you? This is the hour. If I could heal you, I'd walk right down there and do it. But I can't do it. And there's not a man on earth can do it. It only lays in God, in your faith, in God. God's already made the appropriation, paid the bill, and hand you a receipt if you want to accept it. The receipt is your faith you believe on the Lord Jesus. Why would the lame, blind, halt, cripples be healed daily? Round the world every day, thousands are healed. And we let you sit there, let you be sick. No, sir, that's not God. He wants you to, but it's your faith that keeps it back. I'm going to ask God to move every speck of that darkness from around you. Let us pray. Father God, it is most solemnly that we come to Thee. You have declared Yourself. You're not guilty of Your promise anymore. You've made it true. For the Bible said that God cannot lie. The immutable things God cannot lie. And God swore that He would do it if we could only believe it. Then we see Jesus said this morning in the reading that it's impossible. The Scriptures cannot be broken. And when you were here on earth, you'd done these very same things and they called you a fortune teller, a Beelzebub, the prince of the fortune tellers, a devil. You said that's blasphemy of the Holy Ghost. It'll never be forgiven when the Holy Ghost comes to do it. And Father, we thank Thee that we're living in the day to see and to watch the Word of God unfold to each one of us. Well, there's not a shadow left for doubt to see how He does these great things, making the sick to get well, Showing that it doesn't lay in man, but it lays in God. And the individual is God doesn't deal with churches or with denominations. He deals with individuals. We're not saved by belonging to a group. We're saved by our own personal faith. And we're healed the same way. And I pray, Father God, that just this moment, as there might be more in here that is sick and needy, you hear a lady in a wheelchair, two of them, and a young boy. I pray that you'll heal them. I pray that there won't be one shadow of doubt left. Why you didn't speak to them in vision, why they know that they're crippled or in a wheelchair. But the miracle is, is those who don't look even sick and then tell them. Sure, anyone would know that a cripple was something wrong, but those who look healthy and well... That's the ones. Oh, blessed, eternal God. May the doubt leave the building at this time. May the faith that raised Christ out of the grave upon the Holy Scriptures, may it sweep through every heart in here and clean out every shadow of doubt and bring to life the great Lord Jesus and a faith that will not say no. Read it, but will they say yes and accept Christ as their healer and be made well? 
I challenge the devil. Amen. Not in my own ability, but in the commission of the Christ of God who suffered and died and, yes, rose again and stood on the shores of Galilee and said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel. These signs shall follow them that believe. Upon his most vicarious suffering, bleeding, dying, and paying the penalty for my sins, and was cast into hell because he was a sinner, taking our sins, but being just in the Spirit, God raised him up on the third day, yeah. and upon the merits of his suffering and death, and the atoning of the Amen. blood of his own precious body, I challenge the devil. Amen. That great black shadow of doubt that would cause the people to be weary and discouraged, that he'll leave those people alone while they're sitting here under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Since the days of the Lord Jesus, he has never visited like he does now. Yeah. And we poor little people sitting here in an old blocked up tabernacle with falling in roof. Yet he come down to honor his word and to make those things right that he promised that he would do. Oh, the house of the Lord may be a great fountain where the righteous can Amen. run in there and be safe. Amen. Grant it, Lord. May the devil leave everyone up. May every shadow of doubt depart. And may the Christ of God get glory to heal every Amen. sick person Amen. in divine presence. And with our heads bowed now, and our hearts bowed with it, even if you're not sick, there are others here that are sick. What if it is your papa, mama? What if it is your brother, sister, your wife, or child? It would be a very sacred thing. What if it's that little baby you hold? What if it's that dear old daddy of yours, your mama, your wife? It'd really be something then. So you keep your head bowed and your heart bowed before God. Now I want each one of you now to just catch a, a vision of the Lord Jesus standing near you. Now there's not one more thing left in the Bible that He promised He'd do. The next thing is His coming. This is the last sign that was given. Just like death was in Egypt. This is His last sign. Nations are against nations, horseless carriages through the streets and everything, brother against brother, and the church denominating, confederation of churches, everything that the Bible promised has happened, but this, this is the last sign of His coming. He's soon to appear. That's His own presence already here, the Holy Spirit, moving in its fullness, His power. Showing the very same things he did. Now the only thing this spirit that's right here in this building this morning will call someday and the corporal body will come from the skies. Amen. Like this same spirit called in that corporal body raised from the grave. Yes. And he'll call and it'll come from the skies. We're at the end time now. Believe with all your heart now. And if there be a sinner here who has never accepted Christ and wants to be remembered today and wants your hand to be represented in his, will you raise your hand to him now and then say, pray for me, God bless you. God bless you, 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 someone else, you in the back, you back here, young man, you, brother here, you, want to be remembered, God be merciful to me, while you're present, I know you are, I want you to see my hand, 
that I'm wrong and I want you to forgive me of my sins and trespasses. I want you to do it, Lord. And here's my hand. Another before we close. God bless you, lady. Another. God bless you back there, sir. God sees your hand, I'm sure. He who sees even even a sparrow nowhere in the world can fall down. God sees you here, brother. God sees you there, my brother, the colored brother there. God bless you, sonny. All right? God sees your hand. He knows every little thing. He knows the moves. He knows your heart. You can do it right now. Just raise your hand. Say, God, when you get ready to die, you say, I remember that time when I was real close to him that morning there in that tabernacle. Maybe a week ago, a year ago, an hour ago, whenever it was, I put up my hand, Lord. I was real sincere. I want you to remember me. When, when I come from this life to meet you, I'm in your presence. God bless you. Wonderful. Now I want you to believe now while we pray, Father God. You see their hands reaching up. They know that there's something going on. They're, they're spiritual enough to understand that. That something has taken place. And here that great pillar of fire that they got the picture of hanging here on the wall. That same one that we got the story of here in the Bible is still living among man. He's still working with man. It was not Moses. Jesus said it wasn't Moses that done those things. He said, it's my Father. Neither was it Jesus. It was God. Neither is it the church today. It's God. But He's doing the same things. I pray, God, that You forgive them of every sin and trespass. May their hands, as it went up just now, someday in their dying hour, reach forward and take a hold of Yours. You lift them from this life to a better. From mortal to immortality. Save their souls, Lord, just now. While this many hands, 15 or 20 put up, I pray that You will save every one of them for Your glory. Grant it, Lord. For the glory of God we ask in Christ's name. Now, Lord, to those who are waiting on their healing, may this be the greatest hour of of their time just now. May the great Holy Spirit move forward now. Just shut in with God as we are. Every person, can you believe, can you accept it just now, your healing? You who can believe it with your heads bowed, your hearts bowed, your eyes closed, say, Lord Jesus, I now believe that I accept my healing. You're here and you died for me and I now accept my healing from you. Could you raise your hand and say, I now believe I can do it. God bless you. That's wonderful. Good. Peace. Just keep your head down worshiping now. I want to see the people come up around here now. Coming down from the Father above Sweep over spirit forever I pray in the fabulous billows of Slowly hum it. I'm watching a scene take place. Little lady there crying right over to my right, wiping your eyes. That gallbladder trouble. That's what you had, wasn't it? It just left you just now. Are you happy? Say amen. I don't know you. I've never seen you. But he knows you. I just seen it go. 
your food's been souring and everything else, your stomach and cramping, hurting. Don't worry now. Your faith did it. You were weeping. You were sincere. You were praying too, wasn't you? God will take it away. He did. How would I know what you was praying about? I heard it at the throne. You were praying. It's over now. Oh, peace. Just keep praying. You don't know what the Holy Spirit might do. Just keep your eyes closed. That little woman was just as reverent as she could be. I don't know the woman. I just seen her sitting there with them little boys. First I thought it was Brother Charlie's little boys. I thought it might be his wife and I know she was a blonde. I looked over again and I seen that vision. I seen the woman in there kind of gagging like vomiting. I looked and I seen her holding her side, spitting her food up in her mouth. And I heard something say, I heard her say, Oh Lord, take from me this now. Now I heard her literally. I heard her spiritually. See, I seen her there when she was praying. She prayed before she left this morning for that. That's right. She's the judge asked her. She's sitting there then praying for it. God healed her. See, she's reverent. She's doing just what she's asked to do. What the angels say, if you get the people to believe you. Amen. You say, oh, I don't have to. Do. Well, that's, you don't have to. That's true. See, But if you get the people to believe you, if they believe you, they'll do just exactly what you ask them to do. Amen. Or just as reverent as it would be the Holy Spirit Himself speaking. That's what was happening. She was healed. Everyone bowing your head and being in prayer now, softly. Peace, peace, wonderful peace. Now the healing of God coming right into me. My faith is now moving away the shadow. What the brother prayed for a few minutes ago is becoming my personal property. I'm moving right in now. I'm going right in now to my healing. I feel different right now. I can just feel God coming into me. That's it. From this hour henceforth, I'll never say a word, but I'm healed. Oh, God. Brother takes to continue the prayer. 